I looked up at the star-filled sky. I want them, I thought. All that light, all that power. I want it all. Oh, that's a good one. That was right? not the one I had underlined, I but that's a good one. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Mourners. One Book Club. I'm M, And I'm Jordy. And today we are going to go over chapters six through 10 of Siege and Storm by the phenomenal Lee Bardugo. And illuminated. Illuminated? Yeah, illuminated Lee Bardugo. Oh, that's nice. That's illuminated is my word this week, I feel like. I don't know why. <laughs> you know why, Jordan. <laughs> oh, I do know why. <laughs> wow, that was so subliminal. I didn't even realize <laughs> in myself. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, oh, also before we continue, um, we are recording over zoom for the first time today. Um, so hopefully it sounds okay. My mic is not working, so we're doing the best we can. Also, um, if you hear my dog, I apologize, (laughs) but he just loves being the center of attention. So as he should, but we're navigating the zoom space. So we ask for grace as we do that. Because we've had only two years to figure it out. Almost three only. years. Almost three <laughs> years, Jordan. Can you believe that? That's disgusting. I don't want to think about that. Okay. <laughs> On to better and brighter things. Um, yes. Like the martyrdom of saints. I don't know. I don't know how to segue that. <laughs> that is, I mean, there is a motif in <laughs> these five chapters that are like, hmm. Yep. So <laughs> if we remember... Um, At the end of chapter five, Alina showed Mal the children's book that um, uh, Sturmhound had, Sturmhound, Sturm, Sturm something had given to her. uh, And they realized that there was a third amplifier, but Alina was showing Mal that there was a third amplifier. Mm -hmm. And so that's where he ended off. And he was like, oh my gosh, there's another one. Cause he already has like some fragile masculinity about the second one and her powers being (laughs) stronger. And we get Um, that a lot more in these five chapters. Yeah. Like, well, bitch boy who can't. (laughs) Yes, it's true. It's really true. His energy at the end is like, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Like about the third amplifier. He's like, oh my gosh, I've already put up with this. Like, I can't believe there's another one. He said, a powerful woman. I have been the center of attention my Mm -hmm. entire life, and everyone loves me, and everyone everywhere I go. And you haven't, and all of a sudden you're the one that everyone Mm -hmm. wants to be friends with, and I'm just a normal boy. Idiot. That's literally it. That's literally it. Yeah. So you can tell we don't love Book Mal. He grows on me. He does not grow on Jordan. See, for, for you, I feel like it goes from like you don't like him to like you're okay with him. Mm-hmm. For me, I go from I hate him to I tolerate him. Well, I also I love Show Mal. Show Mal is a king. Jot Show that Mal. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's great. I feel like that meme, like, not you, sweetie. I'm not talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Showmel is unparalleled. He is a king. Bookmel can suck a toe. (laughs) There you go. So chapter six starts (laughs) with with what the book actually shows. So we just know that there's Mm -hmm. a third amplifier. And so um, this part of the book has sung to Ilya, um, Mm -hmm. Ilya Morozova. 
um, like Morozova stag. That's, I don't know if that's like a spoiler, but it's, no, it's on the next page. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the book describes him, um, being barefoot on a shore and, uh, they, around his neck, he has the mm-hmm. collar, uh, and he has two broken chains at his wrists. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's behind him, cause he's on the shores of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the sea whip and then at his feet is a stag. And, uh, they were like, Oh, old news. Been there, done <laughs> Check. that. Check. Got, got my necklace, got my bracelets. And they're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then behind him is a firebird. You're like, Oh, firebird. Ooh, like a Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and so it's, uh, Mal is looking at it kind of shocked, agog, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking that it can't be real, even though they kind of thought mm-hmm. the same thing about the stag and the sea whip and those were real. Um, and, uh, he's saying, oh my gosh. Um, or Alina kind of tells him, Hey, like, like, look, those, those two things were real. Why shouldn't this be? He's like, it's different. It's it's like if this was taking place in America, the Firebird wouldn't even be a bald eagle. It would be Uncle Sam. It's true because I thought you were gonna say it would be like Barack Obama. <laughs> he knows Very Barack. Real I love Barack. <laughs> I love Barack. No, because it's like um, <laughs> really trying to recover. I don't know. No, no, because it's like, you know, the stag had its own myth and story. The sea whip had its own myth and story. But the firebird is like central to the iconography of the political like Ravkin landscape. So mm-hmm. an American equivalent, it's like, you know, Paul Bunyan's a singular thing. His blue ox is a singular thing. Uncle Sam is in everything. And so that's like, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> He's and real. So, <laughs> and so in every like story, song everything of Ravka, the firebird is embedded into it. So Mm -hmm. I have in my notes, firebird is embedded into the heart of Ravka. So it is like the, the embodiment of, of a country. It's um, rising from, from its ashes, even though Ravka has like been at war, that's kind of what they want to appear as because they've been Mm -hmm. in turmoil for so long. And um, it even, the book even says, quote, the firebird was Ravka. Um, because it's, it's supposed to be like this strong thing. And so that's it's, why it's, it's their different. national symbol. Mm-hmm. Like, and so when Mal says it's different, it actually kind of is. So is. he's right there. Yeah, whatever. We're big enough to acknowledge when he's right. The firebird is Ravka. And then, um, Mal says Sancta Ilya. And Aline clarifies, yeah, it's Ilya Morozova. Like Morozova staff. I feel like this should have been more obvious to them because like yeah. it's obvious to the reader and I, there is a, an explanation a couple of pages or it might be like a chapter ahead of like there are so many saints in Ravka every backwater every puddle has its own saint and so I guess like that's like a like an in-world explanation for why they wouldn't put this together but it, it did feel kind of obvious like I think like, as the reader you know it and then for them to like put it together it's like oh y'all weren't already there you didn't already okay <laughs> but they are living in it different than reading it so you know 
Um, and so they're kind of shocked, like, oh, would a Grisha be a saint? And then it's like, well, maybe all Grisha were saints. And that's why they were revered for their powers. Um, and so uh, Alina is kind of convinced now, okay, there's three animals. There's three amplifiers. We need the third one. And Mal mm-hmm. is thinking, nope, 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 nope. We're done. It's like, now, what, like, what are we supposed to do with this? It's just a story. Like, it can't be real. Um, there's no way. And Alina's trying to convince him, like, hey, um, maybe we do need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't put the scales on yet, but mm-hmm. she's, like, she's already kind of made the decision within herself, like, oh, I'm going to take those. Mm-hmm. And Mal doesn't think so yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he disagrees with that decision and Alina tells him that she needs more power to defeat the Darkling. And he's trying to tell mm-hmm. her that she doesn't, well, he doesn't even say that. He's just thinks that it's unnecessary that she doesn't need yeah. to do this. And um, it's jealousy too. It is. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, there's no other, like, because it's, he thinks it's changing the person that he's known, mm-hmm. but she's becoming who she's always been. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I get that's painful for him, but that's something he needs to reckon with on his own and not with her. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to convince him and he's asking her, does she really need a second amplifier? And she just says, for now, that's what we have to do. We don't have another choice. The Darkling has an army. Like we don't really have anything else. And he comes back with for now, Mm -hmm. what is that supposed to mean? Um, and I have written down, uh, well, so she kind of goes back to the book and says, there's three, mm-hmm. we have to do it. Um, and he just tells her, he tries to gaslight her and yes, say, oh, it's just a picture. Yeah. Like, why are you like, being dumb? It's a kid's book. Like he didn't just have the same reaction to it that she did. Mm-hmm. I have written down fragile. Yes. As in fragile masculinity. Yes. Women know your worth. Do not, do not settle for a fragile frat how do i say that what am i trying to say i don't know i don't know man it's been a lot he's insecure yes and and it's not her job to make sure he's not and then he so she kind of brings up that um Mm -hmm. it's not just a picture it's not just a children's book that the darkling told her that they were supposed to be used a certain way and he comes back saying oh i wrote asshole in the margins above this Mm -hmm. quote because he's like oh did y'all talk about that when you were holding each other below decks and it's like really serious like like he's her abuser and you're gonna say that Mm -hmm. Mm. um so uh he's an ass um (laughs) (laughs) and so she's they're kind of arguing about it she's trying to convince him he's trying to just completely undermine her thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. about moving forward and Honestly. then in in alina's mind she hears the darkling's voice saying quote there are no others like us because he's trying to convince her not to do it that um mm-hmm. she doesn't need that that um she's fine the way she is and she knows that she can be stronger um with these mm-hmm. amplifiers and it might be the only way to save ravka um and she's kind of going back to that oh maybe there there aren't there isn't anyone else like us that we Mm -hmm. we do we do have to continue on this path together like just because he's 
an evil manipulative abuser does not mean that he doesn't have a good point sometimes unfortunately you know and she's reckoning with that like it's icky but he's also kind of right don't you hate that Um, a lot and so then alina tells mal that she needs him to find the firebird because he found the sea whip and he found the stag Mm -hmm. she needs him to find the firebird um no breadcrumbs there uh (laughs) and um he uh he tells her that he's not that good um and then he kind of says i don't really want to Mm-hmm. He, and he tells her, if you ask for it, if you ask me to find it, you know, I will, but I don't want to. And I don't like what this power is doing mm-hmm. to you, which it's kind of, That's I know I bear. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is becoming a little bit power hungry. Um, cause she went yes. from not wanting the first amplifier to, okay, we need the second amplifier to absolutely, we have to find this third one that I have never heard about. Mm-hmm. So I do understand a little bit, but also. The place it's coming from is like, is yeah. are you worried for her best interests or are you worried she'll leave you behind? The second choice. Literally, <laughs> he says it like later, I think. Yeah. Um, we have an A and B answer for um, this question and the answer <laughs> is B. Um, it's not a <laughs> and so uh he kind of asked her well how what what's it going to do to you like this super mm-hmm. strong power what we we don't know exactly what's going to happen and she's like uh, eh. she's like i don't know but then she thinks i want this power mm-hmm. this this i've never had this much power the idea of it is very um pulling for her if that makes sense mm-hmm. she wants to know what it feels like and then she kind of thinks i want all of it i want i want the power yes. i i maybe understand where the dark queen's coming from because i feel mm-hmm. so strong with one amplifier i can get two and three and i will be the strongest and so she does get that little bit of greed yes so. and that's why i picked that quote for the beginning of the episode today because i think this is the book where alina becomes a much more compelling protagonist not that she wasn't in the first one but she knows herself a little bit better now and i think there's like a thing in in young adult where the protagonists are either perfect or they make all the wrong choices all the time and it's really frustrating and i think alina is like somewhere in the middle but i like that she has like this kind of like she's acknowledging she's like i'm being greedy right now and i'm mm-hmm. not mad that i'm greedy i feel like i deserve this um and so then she tells mal we i need three i need all of them mm-hmm. um and uh he just tells her okay and he gives her a kiss uh and um that's the end of that part we jump forward yeah she's uh, like, discussion over it's like okay <laughs> let's not talk it through no. let's not let's not discuss our feelings let's not process together why would we do that that's so dumb. Um, because <laughs> we're 17 and we're refugees. <laughs> we don't know any better. They are dancing queens, young and sweet, only 17. only 17. I don't know if they're dancing queens. They're young, sometimes sweet. They Not are dancing 17. queens. They are 17. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, out of that song, they're just 17. Yeah, I that's think. It. I think that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) And so then we get a jump forward. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, 
later that night, uh, Alina and Mal go to Sturmhan's cabin. Um, and well, yeah, hold on. They basically Sorry. go to him to be like, Hey, we've decided we want the second amplifier. And he's like, neat. I figured he's, he's like, cool about time. Let's go get a fabricator that I have on board. Um, and so remember they're still on the boat. Um, okay. I underlined with her hair and braids and I was like, so good. Um, okay. So they tell Sturmhand that um, they are ready, or well, they, they being Alina, um, yeah. <laughs> is ready to um, have the amplifier put on her. And he's like, okay, cool, let's go. And so they go to the deck of the boat and he gets his fabricator, who's a young fabricator. Um, and it's like in the middle of the night. So everyone's exhausted. She's kind of like <laughs> yawning, like, what? Okay, I can do and that. Stormhan's just like, okay, like, so glad everyone's here. Um, let's continue. Let's watch the show. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's kind of like Alexis Rose in this moment. He's like, he really let's, is. <laughs> let's do it. Are he's you ready? Excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, um, Alina gives the scales from the sea whip to the fabricator uh, and um, asks if she knows what she's doing. And she doesn't, she doesn't not know what she's doing. <laughs> yes. She knows enough, <laughs> but she's not like David levels. Good. Yeah. He did the first. Um, and then before she does it, she asks Alina, are you sure this is a good idea? Cause every Grisha knows. Well, up to this point has, has thought that, only one amplifier per Grisha. One Grisha, mm-hmm. one amplifier. That's it. Um, and uh, she, Alina doesn't really answer. Uh, well, Alina doesn't answer. And Sturmhan's like, obviously, it's not a good idea. But like, <laughs> yeah, you got to like, do obviously it. Obviously, it's fine. Let's go. He's like, no, but let's do it anyway. Honestly. Um, he's that, uh, That's him in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. He's asked, asked for forgiveness, not permission. Yes. <laughs> and so the fabricator puts the scales starts to put the scales one by one around Alina's wrist mm-hmm. um, which frankly I think is a lot cooler than the antler sticking out of your collarbones yes this was like <laughs> like you know those it's like a trend now in jewelry those um the permanent bracelets permanent bracelets it was like that except like little silver scales like that's cute no they're cute. gold they're gold because the yeah, rest of this the gold rimmed ones yeah I'll take a gold bracelet cute a moment we should go get we should go get permanent bracelets that should be our tattoo it's just a tattoo of the sea whip scales (laughs) no no i'm not doing that (laughs) and so anyway she's putting them on (laughs) one by one the fabricator is um Mm -hmm. and everyone's watching um agog at what is happening aghast even because they they kind of realize what this means for them and potentially for Ravka. Um, and Mal is just looking. Um, this, this moment is pretty poignant. I wrote uh, next to it in. Well, you talk about it then. In my notes, because <laughs> it's, it's just like it, her, the fetter of her like bracelets almost closed. There's just like a little like place on the inside of her wrist that's still unexposed. And before Mal hands the fabricator the last scale, to seal the bracelet he just kind of barely touches like a finger to that place and like feels her heartbeat and then hands it over and it's just it's kind of sweet and like mm, like there's an irrevocable change happening here this is the last time she's going to be this way 
And so once he does that, which is, that's actually kind of sweet. We do, we spend a lot of time harping on Mal, but that is, <laughs> this was, it's, this was a nice moment. Um, uh, whatever, I suppose. Um, and, uh, so then the fabricator puts the last scale onto Lena's wrist and nothing happens. Um, <laughs> and Stormhan, like, huh. yeah. Stormhan's like, um, so is this it? What are we waiting for? <laughs> and Alina tells everyone to get back, um, even Mal. And uh, she knows how she felt after the first um, mm-hmm. amplifier. So she's kind of a little more prepared for this one, but also not really. Um, and uh, she takes a deep breath and then shoots out light. <laughs> this cracks me up. I, like I felt like I could see how they were going to do this in the show. Cause it was like, like the still moment, like right before. And I feel like it's going to be like a, a smash zoom into her face. Just going, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then just everything mm-hmm. releases. And so she is drawing the light from everywhere that she can. And again, it's the middle of the night, so mm-hmm. it's dark outside. Um, but there's light going everywhere and it's, overwhelming her like the power and she knows it's too much but she's not trying to rein it in but she likes it she likes the way the power feels um and it not only is it light it's hot because Mm -hmm. you know light it's like the sun yes literally um and it's too it's getting too hot and mal finally starts yelling um yelling her name and then he wraps his arms around her bringing her arms down um, to, uh, stop her powers. Uh, and she's wondering, she's kind she wanted to feel that power, um, but kind of tries to play it off a little bit saying, Oh, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm okay. Um, but this was also an interesting quote. Um, well, so (laughs) while she's feeling that she's feeling really strong, she knows what this power feels like now, and she knows what she can do. Um, and the, that the power is hers. And so this is mm-hmm. a book, quote, does the bird feel the weight of its wings? Mm-hmm. And so this power is now a part of her. This yeah. strength is a part of her. It's um, it's innate in her. It's just, it's, it's just like any other part of her. Which good for her. We love the strength. We but also it. let's not blind or burn. Concerning. <laughs> um, and uh, so, um, she tells Mal to let her go, that she's okay. Um, and so he had his eyes closed because it was so bright. And then he looks at her and she kind of turns around and sees everyone else. And everyone else on the ship like, is, is shocked. They're wide-eyed. They mm-hmm. are agog. We're back to that. They're um, fully everyone, agog. Yeah. Um, everyone is shocked. Um, and uh, even Tolia and Tamar are looking at her just kind of like in awe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sturmhan, Sturmhan says, well, you can put on a show. Again, very nonchalant. Um, yeah. Like like she just Even, did the lights at a concert or something. Like <laughs> He's like, very neat. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, and so <laughs> while so she's casual. Ta- I know. I love it. While she's taking in um, the after effects of using her powers, she knows that she feels incomplete without the third amplifier. Mm-hmm. She's like, this was incredible, but it could be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, then we jump ahead um, and it's now in the morning and um, the crew is moving pretty quickly because they don't know um, how bright 
um, Alina, Alina's light shined, um, and how many people potentially saw it. And mm-hmm. so they're trying to get away, um, trying to get back to Ravka quickly. Uh, and Mal is very much watching Alina closely. Like she might snap and use her powers and burn the world. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's chill. Let's calm ourselves. Let's calm down. You know what? If she wants to burn the world. Oh, it's like from, um, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Have you seen it? Y'all saw I it. Haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Jordan! <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I went to, and I did, then I didn't. When Namor is like, oh, we can burn the world. <laughs> and Shuri's like, no. And I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> like, offer me your underwater kingdom and tell me you're going to burn the world. When they asked him if he knew how to swim, he was like, I've never drowned. I'm like, okay. Because he didn't know how to swim. Oh, well, <laughs> I get the part. Just real quick, if we want to keep this in the podcast, I'm going to shout it out real quick. Mm-hmm. That movie did such an amazing job of bringing um, uh, Mexican and indigenous culture into um, the, like, I can't remember what they're called. The um, MCU? Well, like the Namor's people. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. And I don't want to call it like a tribe or anything like that. But mm-hmm. like the, they actually spoke um, a Mayan dialect. Mm-hmm. And the architecture, the clothing, the like um, jewelry, everything. And I spent like a year researching things yeah. like this in college. And so I know, and I know, yeah. I don't know the Mayan language, like what, any of the Mayan languages, but I know um, about them and how difficult they are and how few people speak them now. And mm-hmm. I was just sitting in the theater in awe both times I saw it. So I know I really do. We need, I know we will, we will. We truly meant to, I can't remember why we didn't, we were going to go for a date night. I think I got sick. I can't remember what happened, but so that we do want to watch it anyway. Sorry. Just had to throw that out there. (laughs) Beautiful, a beautiful love letter to um, the Mexican indigenous culture. Love Um, that. So anyway, in the morning, um, Sturmhund is getting his crew ready and Mal's watching Alina and she's trying to convince him that she's okay. And he's like, mm-hmm. are you really, um, eh, you know, she's, she's see, he's like, you kind of scared me. Okay. But then he's also like, okay, if somebody called me beautiful and terrible, I'd be like, that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Yeah. And he, he says it as like a, like an admonition to her mm-hmm. after her powers kind of because she she did lose herself in it a little bit and she tells him that it's not going to happen again that she knows what it feels like now so she can rein it in she just wasn't sure um and she tells mal that um her heart is still his and blah 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 blah, blah. um and <laughs> so they're they're trying to have this like tender moment and then she touches his face but he flinches mm-hmm which I don't like. And then this is another, the Darkling's voice comes into her head again. And it's her, she's thinking, quote, he can never understand your power. And if he does, he will only come to fear you. And so it's like everything that he warned her about that he's not going to understand her. Mm-hmm. He, then that he's just going to bring her down is kind of coming true. Yep. Um, and she's and not that's... telling Mal this. She's no. just 
in her head. She doesn't want to hurt his feelings. And if he was having those same doubts, he would definitely voice those to her. Whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so they just stand there not talking. (laughs) I know. I was like, they just stand there with her hand on his cheek like, okay. (laughs) It says until the watch bell. It's like, y'all did that all night? That's weird. (laughs) Isn't your cheek sweaty? (laughs) <laughs> there's just has like a tan on one side of his face <laughs> they're just standing there in silence both thinking man i really need to tell her how i feel man i really need to tell him how i feel and the whole world is just... like going around them like <laughs> yeah. <weirdos> style. <laughs> they're like getting the sails ready <laughs> they're the <laughs> and they're just standing there like is this a summoner thing oh well. don't get it Man, now I want that in season two. <laughs> just right. and like a time lapse <laughs> of like everybody crossing in front of them. <laughs> that's what we need. Yeah, and that's the that's the end of chapter six. <laughs> so um, on to chapter seven. It's the next day, um, and it's warming because they are heading south to Ravka. Um, and throughout the um. The, like next few days after she got the second amplifier, the crew doesn't really bother her and no one's really afraid of her. They're just kind of avoiding them. You know, they have work mm-hmm. to do because they're trying to earn a living. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're like, y'all can be wistful all you want. We got a job. Yeah, we got to go. Um, hold on. I got a Teams message. Oh. Oh, no, it's just updated. I was oh. like, who's Teamsing me? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Mal is still being a little bitch boy. He's, kinda, he's pouting. Being a little he, bitch boy. He is. He's being a baby back bitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so Alina starts to, in the book, again, this is all through Alina's point of view. She mm-hmm. learned about some of the Grisha who are on Sturmhan's crew and how they're, um, rogues quote rogues as he mm-hmm. calls them because they're not part of the second army um they didn't want to be part of the army and they they made they either fled from hid from being in the second army or fled their country where they experiment mm-hmm. on Grisha. um and uh so she tells them more about that and then we find again remember tolia and tamar are both heart renders um and, I and them i love them so much and their mom was a Grisha who um, was, I, she, I think she was in the second army, right? Because it says she was stationed yeah. on Rabkin, Rabka's southern border. Um, but then she met um, someone in Shuhan. And um, before she died, she told their dad to never let them join the second army. I would love their parents' story because she was a Grisha who was like stationed at the border. Mm-hmm. And their dad was like an assassin. I know these two kick-ass twins. I know. Um, Prequel. Prequel. I'd read that. I I wonder if it's in that short story book. That'd be fun. Maybe. I need to read it. Um, Maybe that's the deep cut. (laughs) Season two. Um, So we learn a little bit more about them. um, And then we kind of get more of the backstory of of um, the Shuhan and Fierda and how it's Mm -hmm. not really safe to be a Grisha there. Um, and how people, again, have hid from the second army because they don't want their child to be subjected to that, um, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. More like world building um, that yeah. we get, but I don't think we really need to go into it that much. No, um, except we've already established. Yeah. 
it's basically like Alina's like bonding with the crew and learning more mm-hmm. about them. Uh, but as they're going, they do find out, they learn of some rumors. Um, and one of them is that um, the apparat has a cult, um, a cult dedicated to the sun saint, AKA Alina Starkov. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people joining said cult. <laughs> and they love it. <laughs> Which is crazy. And she's like, uh, I'm a teenager. Um, <laughs> I'm just you- a kid and life is a nightmare. Um, so <laughs> the apparat, um, yep. has a cult. You know the TikTok audio? It's like, what would it take for me to join a cult? Um, hmm. A Comfort Colors t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. A, a good, a really good sticker. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I would subscribe to a cult new, newsletter if they sent me a really good, cool sticker. Yeah. Or like a slice of cheesecake. Oh, I'd lead a cult for a slice of cheesecake. <laughs> Amen. You kidding me? <laughs> I'd start a cult for a slice of cheesecake. A good slice of cheesecake. Mm. Oh, there we go. Um, so maybe the opera offered them cheesecake. <laughs> He's like, you want some cheesecake and also to join my cult? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Sure. Alina, Alina who? Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. fine. Where's more uh, of this cheesecake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so um, we find that that the apparat has been spreading a rumor that Alina died on the fold and was resurrected as a saint, um, which we know isn't true. Um, but, um, but during times so, of crisis, people want to believe in something meaningful and he's taking advantage of that. And also um, religious zealots mm-hmm. are, I don't want to say are um, easier to be, well, are easily followed in a time of crisis. Yes. There you go. There it is. Um, and uh, so Alina, we jump forward a little bit because they're still traveling. And Alina had been practicing with Tamar, learning how to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so had um, Mal. And uh, Mal had been fighting with Tolia and <laughs> Alina fighting with Tamar. That's like a um, mouse fighting with a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Um, we learned that Tamara's weapon of choice, um, are her Mm. axes, um, which are freaking cool. I wrote, Uh, when we learn about what her favorite weapon is, I wrote in my book, queen. Yes. (laughs) Incredible. Love that. Um, and we find that Tamara and Toya are just like phenomenal fighters and that Noah can really, no one can really, um, beat them. like, who's Noah? (laughs) No one (laughs) can really beat them. Um, And they're coaching them, which is really great. Um, and uh, then when they're fighting Tamar, um, a guest is getting a little too rough. And Sturmhan's like, don't hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, okay, I guess. Um, and yeah, Alina's basically of, like, don't damage the merchandise. Yeah. Alina's she takes exception that. to that. You know what? Sturmhan and Kaz. I was going to say. They're very similar. There mm-hmm. is a part that we will come to here soon that I was like, mm-hmm. Kaz Brecker, is that mm-hmm. you? I was reading it too. And I was like, oh, yes. Um, and Which then makes Alina- Crooked Kingdom all the much better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Alina asked Toya and Tamar how they learned to use their powers if they like weren't in the second army. Um, and Tamar isn't really answering. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, it's not important. She's like, you know what? That's my business. Do you know? You don't need to know. We're not friends. Uh, and so, um, 
uh, Tamar um, brings up Mal. She changes the subject and brings up Mal and says that he he seems to be fitting in everywhere. And Alina's like, yeah, that's literally <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, he does <laughs> Like, yeah, I've had to deal with it my whole life. And yeah. Alina kind of thinks, oh, like, of course, Tamar has a crush on him. Like, everyone has a crush on him. Um, and Tamar's like, nah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> earlier in the book, Tamar's like, nah, he's not my type. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was earlier in the book, not now. <laughs> but we'll find is, out. Is, we'll find out why. <laughs> we'll find out why Mal is not her type later. I want to make a Patreon with video just so we can see your face like zoom in. <laughs> I got really close to my camera. <laughs> it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, but yeah, she, he, he's, yeah, she's like, I don't want, he's fine, whatever. Um, and so they're, again, conversation, they're getting closer um, to, to Ravka, well, yeah, like the Ravkin yeah. border. Um, and there's, she's kind of going through describing like what ship life is yeah. like. She uh-huh. says it's it's a lot like being at the little palace, mm-hmm. like just having that sense of community without like some of the political drama. But also that everyone respects Sturmhund and listens yeah. to him. Like he's the captain, but they genuinely respect him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of admits that she does too. And then Alina asks Tamar what his real name is. And Tamar's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, why? what do you mean you don't know? She's like, that's not my business. Tamar, She's like, it's not important to me. Tamar, again, a queen who she stays unbothered queen because Alina's like what do you mean you don't know and she's like I that's like, important. Bitch, I don't know she's like he pays me that's his check's clear that's all I care about like <laughs> yeah so <laughs> um she's just like eh, whatever uh and then she tries to keep asking Tamar questions and um then uh Sturmhan comes behind her and gives a witty comment, kind of mm-hmm. flirting a little bit when he does. Um, and he tells her, quote, if you want to know something about me, lovely, all you need to do is ask. She's kind of I like, can't, I can't wait for that. And I truly show. cannot wait. And she's like, oh, oh okay. I, what? Okay. And uh, she asks him a question. He doesn't answer it and turns it right mm-hmm. back and asks her the same thing. And she answers. Um, but, uh, he doesn't, she asks him again. And this part, he says, quote, my mother was an oyster and I'm the pearl. And I was thinking of Cass. Yes. My mother is industry and my father is capitalism. <laughs> this is what happens when a smart kid is brought up in two different environments, nature mm-hmm. versus nurture. Mm-hmm. You, got the, you got the nature of the smarts, the cunning. Yes. And I, I say that positively yes as a compliment the smart the cunning the scrappiness um mm-hmm. and uh not um oh my gosh uh, the resilience resilience and um in in ingenuity ingenuity yes um but uh you have it either <laughs> either violence <laughs> <laughs> depending on where you land you get a privateer and more that will learn or a con artist slash criminal kingpin which i mean are both great career paths i guess but i mean there's money in it <laughs> that, that did crack me up my mother was an oyster that is so my father is industry 
Amsterdam is my mother. <laughs> but also they Shut both up. pay well. They mm-hmm. both pay well. So it's literally fair. And the people who are loyal to them are loyal to them, not because they get paid well, but because they trust mm-hmm. them. So it's that, again, that nature and nurture. The, it's mm-hmm. like if you if you took twins and put them. <laughs> I was going to say, I would love like an alternate universe story where they are twins separated at birth. <laughs> That would be fun. And see, that would be like a parent trap with cats <laughs> and Sarah. That would be When's hilarious. your birthday? October 11th. My birthday is October 11th. <laughs> My mom and your dad. <laughs> it's so good. Such, I haven't watched that movie in forever. I need to. It's one of my oh. favorites. It's why I don't like uh, geckos, though. So. Oh, yeah. That freaks me out. Because that lizard runs into her mouth. Yeah, not even a gecko, but anything, any reptile smaller than seven inches. Because in that movie, I'm like, you got to go. You want to hear something crazy? Sure. Meredith Blake, I think, in the movie was only 25. You're kidding. (laughs) No. I'm going to crumble into dust and blow away. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm really upset by that. (laughs) Jordan and I are both over 25 now. (laughs) My night is ruined. Thanks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm 25, uh, and I remember I'm 26 now. See, I'm like, oh, I'm 25, and I'm turning 27 in a couple months. Me, a young girl of 26. <laughs> that is young, though. It is. It's fine. So, Golly. Anyway, well, Kaz and Sturmhond, same cloth, but opposite ends. So it's yes. like, if you, if you had a yard of fabric, you cut an inch off of one side and then you went to the other side and cut an inch off of there mm-hmm. and one of them you put it into a pillow and cared for it deeply and the other one you threw it in the gutter <laughs> so <laughs> it's a really good analogy it's true thank you thank you oh um, and then we jump ahead a few nights have passed <laughs> um Tamar wakes Alina up and tells her that it's time to go um and Alina's like it's like what time is it i'm so tired like why do we mm-hmm. need to go now it's like 3 a.m she is kind of whiny but what 17 year old isn't when somebody wakes him up that's true um and tamar tells her that they're off the coast of west ravka um and that they need to go and so um they get up to the deck mal's already there um they're kind of ready to go and um priviet who is kind of like his uh Sturmhan's right-hand man Mm-hmm. Um, is now wearing the captain's uniform. And so they are actually going to take a different vessel um, and uh, get to shore. And it's chilly. So Mal's trying to be nice and warming up, whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, so we find Sturmhand tells Alina that the boat that they were on is actually going to go to um, the coast of Fierda and raise his flag there. So the darkling gets confused and might think that, Oh, they're in Fierda. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so they are like, okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's go. Cool. Um, and Mal kind of has, um, they both know that they don't really have an option, but Mal has a little bit more. Well, he has less trepidation because he actually doesn't have a choice because he's a deserter. So mm-hmm. he deserted his post um, to go help Alina. And, Mm -hmm. um, so he's like, I don't have any choice. And she's like, no, I'm the sun summoner. Like I can help you. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, "Mm, I don't know. And she's like, "Mm, yeah, I know. (laughs) She's like Ramesses and Prince of Egypt. Like I am the morning star. I will say it wasn't so and make it so. And Mal's like, yeah, but I also deserted. 
Yeah. Like you can't change that. And so um uh Mal goes to kiss her and Stormhound's like, can we move, please? Like let's the ch- children, please. Yeah. Um and uh so then um Tolia grabs um wait, no. Oh, so Tolia and Tamar go over the railing. Um oh uh, not just jumping over, they they go over <laughs> on the ladder. Um and there's a tiny little schooner. Um or sorry, nope. Yeah. It's it's like a weird, so it it looks it looks like the rudders on a an air like an airplane that's meant to land on water, but yeah. without the without the airplane part on top. It's like it's very much kind of like two like dugout canoes almost I of in, in shape. Imagine like like the sailboat, you know, that has the two Yes. Size yes. and then like a platform in the middle. Yes. That's what I the, the two sails. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's kind of like that. Bad description, better description in the book. That's why we're not writers. Um <laughs> that's why you should read along with us. Yes. And so Mal and Alina follow over it. And Alina asks, What the heck is it? And Sturmhan tells her that he calls it the hummingbird. Um, and uh, he he's thinking about renaming it Firebird. <laughs> Like you're like shut up, shut up. (laughs) uh, So they start going. Stormhand calls the orders, and they start to get like the sails ready, tying everything to go. Um, And so a breeze comes, and they start moving. And then Stormhand calls for the squallers. Let's go. He's like, all right, time to get this thing in gear. And he gives Alina and Mal a pair of goggles, and they're like, goggles? That's so weird. We're not going swimming. Like that's odd um and then when he gives the he counts down and gives the squallers their signal and they throw such a gust of wind that it goes in the air the boat it's so cool yeah and um alina has never been in the air (laughs) (laughs) in this world planes don't exist until now until Um, yeah until right now (laughs) right this second right brothers who yeah. <laughs> Stormhunt. Uh, and so Alina is has her eyes closed because she's scared. And Mal is excited um because he's taking it all in. He's wanting yeah. this because they can't didn't decide think, if he yeah. loves or hates Stormhound because he's like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Yeah. And so they're both looking over kind of unbelievable uh, they don't believe what's happening. Mm-hmm. And Alina literally yells, This is impossible. And then Sturmhan tells her, this was my quote mm-hmm. um, that uh, I had underlined, highlighted, quote, mm-hmm. when people say impossible, they usually mean improbable, um, which my friend Kat got me a mug that says that, uh, which is really cute. It was in my office. And so there, she's still trying to catch her breath. And Sturmhan mm-hmm. explains that he built it um, and he had a few prototypes. So he's also an engineer. Yeah. Um, a pretty talented one. Look, put Stormhawn and Kaz together. Unstoppable. Literally. Un- um, that would save Ravka. Honestly. <laughs> the Darkling and Thousands of Grisha, two smart crafty boys. The, the smart crafty boys come out on top. Kaz throw a smoke bomb at the Darkling Brecker would definitely get the upper hand. Yeah, that was a little weird, but I'm just, I choose to move <laughs> past it because if anyone could get away from the dark lane, it's him. It's him. So, um, and, uh, also on this 
flying boat airplane mm-hmm. thing. Um, there are like machine guns. Yes, uh, like big, like heavy artillery repeating action that, machine guns. That we find out uh Sturmhan worked with a um gunnery, gunner mm-hmm. a gunsmith. Gunsmith um in uh Nova Zem, kind of like Jesper did. Is it the, the same, same one? Life, perhaps. I don't know. Who's to say? <gasps> but is that where he met the girl? Maybe. <gasps> Maybe. Oh my gosh. Lee Bardugo, your mind. Ugh, masterful. Your mind. Ugh. Um, and so this is like the first of its kind. Again, kind of World War One, World War Two era, mm-hmm. new machinery, machine guns, something yes. flying in the air. Like it's new. He's uh, bringing like single-handedly has moved the technology in the series. Mm-hmm. from like within to pre-industrial revolution to world war one and world war two mm-hmm. um and alina's thinking wow this is amazing but also he's a privateer so like he would sell this to rab because em- and emony's enemies in a second <laughs> and uh, mel's thinking wow this is so cool i love this yeah he's kind of like like gail in the hunger games <laughs> like honestly though honestly <laughs> uh, that's a really good comparison it's very accurate which i don't blame him though I know you don't. We'll get we'll get there eventually. We'll <laughs> I get know, there. I, I think that's probably going to be the series we do after the Grisha verse, the way things are going. Yeah, unless it's Percy Jackson, because I haven't read that. Oh, you haven't read Percy Jackson? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to do Percy Jackson. I know, and the new show is coming out, so I've had okay. two people suggest that that be our next book. So, well, then I'm I'm more than willing because I've read all of those a couple of times. Ah. Two people Very that good. I know, no one has emailed us, but if you would love to send us suggestions, we're more <laughs> you than happy. You too could, could recommend Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the third. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally in my head. Um, and so they're both kind of shocked. And um, then uh, they're looking down and they realize, Alina realizes that they're not over water, they're over land. And Alina asks where they're taking us um, or where he's taking them. Um, or sorry. So they know that mm-hmm. Mal and Alina know that they're going to Oscarbo, but they're really confused because they're over land right now. Um, and, uh, he's like, Oh, don't worry. Like, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, it's fine. Also, yeah. where are you going to go? And <laughs> also we're going to go through the fold right now. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, basically how chapter seven ends. <laughs> and they're like, wait you're kidding right and he's like no i'm not (laughs) kidding um literally prepare yourselves and gives them like 10 a 10 second heads up and they're like all right um y'all at the guns be ready mal alina we're gonna go in um so alina get your light ready get your flashlight Mm -hmm. on um and then they're in the fold and that's the end of chapter seven Uh, so so that's definitely that's such a guy thing to do, though, to be like, oh, let's go into this and be ready. <laughs> oh, hey, did I also mention that we're doing this in five minutes? BT dubs. Um, <laughs> I love this is a quote. Um, Alina's like, you can't be serious. <laughs> he goes, not on a regular basis. No, I love him, but I could not stand him. If no, like, <laughs> he would be like, so frustrating to know in real life. Yeah, fun for sure, but very frustrating. Yeah. So on to chapter eight, they are now in the fold or the unsee. Um, and so immediately Alina gets her powers ready and lights it up. Um, I light it up, <laughs> up, up, light it up. I'm on fire. Um, basically <laughs> Alina right now. Basically. And um, 
So she notes that with her amplifiers, it's not very hard to use her powers to light mm-hmm. light the way um, that she doesn't even have to think about it. Um, but then she's in there and she says that it it feels different this time, that it's almost like the fold mm-hmm. is calling to her. And she realizes, oh my gosh, light calls to like, I have this darkness in me. And her shoulder wound from mm-hmm. the Nichevoya is like, pulsing and hurts really really bad like harry potter and the scar yes yes it is Mm -hmm. it's like Um, a a trigger for her chronic pain is the the fold yeah uh and uh mal says that um warns them that the volker are coming because they can hear them Mm -hmm. and so um alina casts her light wider and stormhall's like no get him closer like i want to see yeah <laughs> he is he's kind of like treating it kind of like a dentist on a big hunt safari like no let him in closer i can take it you know yeah don't do that um and <laughs> the crew is like oh yeah let's do it and so she's like okay and, and then, so she, and mal is even like yeah i want to see what happens because they're men um <laughs> and, um uh so she calls them she brings a light back in and um they can hear the volker getting closer and then she shoots it out and so there's so many volker all the way around just kind of um uh shocked in place and then stormhound gives the orders and they start shooting them and volker are falling from the sky and this is like their their chance to kill the volker because they Mm -hmm. have not been able to go into the fold before you know Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, uh, one of the scholars asked if they can do it again. And Sermon's like, well, maybe. And, uh, Alina's like, like let's please. go. What? Let's go. Well, Why? She's also, she's also like, we remember from the show and from the first book that we learned that the first Volcra were townspeople who were transformed against their will. And something about Alina's connection to her own powers and to the Darkling, when they're crying, they don't sound like monsters. They sound like people. And so she's like, I'm going to throw up. This is so senseless. This is violence for violence sake. Can we please just get out of here? Um, and so she's kind of trying to be like, uh, maybe not. Um, and then Mal says, well, I can track them. Like there, if we go north, there's more. I wrote, do you see that? I wrote men. <laughs> yeah, oh. I can track them. It's like okay, and I can take crystal meth. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something I can do. Will I? Should I? No. So yeah. why I can track them? Cool. Just because you American doesn't mean you American. <laughs> it's true. And, and so, true. what do they do? They follow Mal's suggestion and they go towards the Volcra, but they get there and it's actually a nest. This, a baby Volcra. Like, They're my procreate. stomach just dropped. Yeah. yeah. It's gross. And they're um, in the hull of the sand skiff where Alina basically, basically killed people. Like, she didn't wield the blade herself, so to speak, but she stranded them there. Mm-hmm. And so she already has these complicated feelings. And then they're just, like, killing these babies. Volcra, which is like they're they're gross they're bad but also like it, there was no need for this yeah i also thought it was interesting that there were three volcra um protecting the babies mm-hmm. 
I thought that was interesting because that implies like normally you think one or two, like the mom or the mom and the dad or like mm-hmm. one of the parents. Three implies like, and this is just fully like my like animal behavior and biology knowledge popping out. Three implies like that's an older sibling helping the parents take care of the babies. Three implies social intelligence. Or do we know? Yeah. Well, the social intelligence part, was it the people in the town? Exactly. And they're actually like, kids. Like three implies yeah uh, like uh, social hierarchies and communication and yeah. and greater intelligence than just fighting for fighting sake because you remember these creatures are in the fold they're starving because nobody mm-hmm. goes in there so that's why they're in a frenzy all the time they're tortured and starving mm-hmm. and they just kill all these little babies yeah and, and so alina's not really having it and the baby volker are there and then then alina um hears you've become quite the killer, Alina, but it's not Mal. It's the Darkling's voice. I wrote, uh-oh. Huh? I wrote, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. She opens her eyes and sees the Darkling there. And so she's shocked because she didn't think that that was a possibility. She actually sees him. It's like, she's really confused about what it is. It's like he's there. Yeah. And um, so she kind of panics and lets her light go out because she sees the darkling on the fold. Um, and then everyone else is freaking out because now it's dark and the mm-hmm. Volcra are attacking them Dark. that they just went to look for. Um, and, uh, you know Play what? Stupid games win stupid prizes. If you one kick second, you beat an- me by one second. <laughs> if you kick an anthill, you can't be like stupid ants bit me. Like you kicked the anthill. So I wrote, I wrote in my margins, I was like, karma for needlessly killing them when they didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Alina, like some of the people on the crew are a little bit hurt, um, but then she's able to um, get the light out again. Um, they're kind of mm-hmm. worried. They're just trying to get out. And then um, one of the squalors was hurt. So the... Um, airplane boat mm-hmm. uh, is <laughs> dipping closer to the ground and she realizes that oh they're too close and then Sturmhan tells her um to um bring her light back in uh just because they are now out of the fold um mm-hmm. and they're getting lower and lower and so everyone kind of takes cover um and then they hit a lake and they hit hard so people are kind of thrown about everywhere mm-hmm. um and they're getting out of the boat plane thing um because they hit hard it's not yeah it's, it's they not like they, they skipped like a stone across the lake and then sank yes um and so uh mal goes in to save someone who was on the boat he has to play a hero and then <laughs> literally i felt like that was put in there so the readers still like don't hate him yeah and you then Sturmhond also pulls one of his crew members in. Why am I like, oh, Mal went in to like save someone because of course he had to. I'm like, oh, Sturmhond. <laughs> wow, so brave. So oh my selfless. gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, like amazing. <laughs> um, like glory seeker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they get um, get to the the bank of of the lake, like to the land. And um, the person that um, Sturmhond came up with wasn't breathing. So they have a heart render work on him and they ask like, what the heck happened? Mm-hmm. Um, like, why did you do this? And Alina tells them, I don't know what happened. Um, cause it's true. She doesn't know. And, yeah. uh, 
she come, she tells him like, I didn't ask to do this. Like I, I could have gotten us through the fold if we hadn't gone to look for Volcra. And yes. so I'm like, yeah, no, that's fair. That's, that's yeah. all. <laughs> he was like, you know what? You're right. And I wrote growth. Yeah. Um, really quick, just bring it back. This has absolutely nothing to do and it's not meaningful. But did you watch the, the second Lion King movie? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the other scholar's name is Kovu. So I wrote, <laughs> I wrote Deception <laughs> in there, like that oh, song wow. in the second oh line. Oh my gosh. That's all I had to add. That's <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> but Stormhound has a big moment and he's like, no, you're right. That was wrong of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, which like, I love him for admitting that. I know, but I'm with Alina. I would have, that would have made me even angrier. That's like, true. Like jerk, you're supposed to fight with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, where are we? Uh, he's taking off his goggles and stuff. Oh yeah. He's, he's like, taking, he has his goggles off and like, he's taking his, his big coat off and he has a different face. <laughs> That's a different bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under there. And Alina thinks, oh, he's handsome. Uh, and Mal and Alina are the only ones like staring at him shocked. Um, mm-hmm. and Alina tells doesn't it doesn't state it as you states it as a statement not a question says it yes. as a statement not a question and she tells him you have a tailor and Stormhound's like oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Tolia's like I am not <laughs> <laughs> he's like no 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 you are so <laughs> you're like, of so course good. you're not sweetie you're such a good murderer he's what? like you're you're so good at what you do like of course you're not just a tailor like you are you know your worth um and uh Alina's so confused and Mal's super confused and they ask mm-hmm. who he is and Stormhan's like well that's a little complicated he's like yeah well <laughs> that's not an answer <laughs> she's like it's really not though yeah. it's really not <laughs> and then while they're trying to figure this out they hear um horses coming towards them and a lot of them mm-hmm. and Stormhan's like uh I knew someone's on like, us. Uh, what have I done and then um there's a whole bunch of army men on horses coming towards them and it's the first <laughs> army um and uh uh Sturmhund, who we don't know who he is is like let me handle this like i got this because <laughs> Alina is like i'm gonna go down dead before i get taken in again yeah and so uh <laughs> they it's is it monsters university where the guy goes i'm not i can't go back to prison and like <laughs> break something <laughs> that's Alina right now <laughs> um and uh, they don't really trust him because they don't know who he is. Because I've never um, seen this man a day in my life. Yeah. And uh, so the army, one of the commanders from the army tells them to like drop their weapons. Starmon's like, well, we don't really have anything. Um, and uh, they're like, well, what are you doing here? And uh, Sturmhond is like, well, I am... <laughs> He has, he has his, his, it's me, grandma, Anastasia, because he takes off his big coat and he has army duds underneath and everybody's, Alita's like, now he's impersonating an officer. Oh my God. And that's what I thought of Kaz too, because of course he would have that uniform. Um, So like he, he literally takes off his coat and is like fully dressed um, in military garb. And he, uh, when they ask him. She's like, Stormhound, that's a crime. She's like, that's a felony. That's um, illegal. <laughs> and when they ask Sturmhan who he is, he says, quote, I am Nick, 
Quote, I am Nikolai Lansov, major of the 22nd Regiment, soldier of the King's Army, Grand Duke of Udova, and second son to his most royal majesty, King Alexander III, ruler of the double evil throne. May his life, may his life and reign be long. And Alina is shocked. <laughs> she's like, was too son to speak. Yeah, she's like, there's no way. And people start laughing. And one guy comes up to him. And is like in his face, like I served with Nikolai. Like you're not him. Um, and, and then he, uh, looks, and then he looks. He's like, oh, oh, you are him. And he literally drops down to his knees and calls him Moisadovich. And uh, all the soldiers are like, oh. And so they all get off their horses and kneel as well. And Alina's like, what? And Mal's like, now Mal- I got to compete with a prince. Mal's kind of like, of of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, not only are you a privateer, you treat your people well, you're handsome, you got us out from the dark clean, like, now you're a prince. You're a prince. You're an engineer, like. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I have to compete with Iron Man over here. And so Alina's super confused and she thinks Sabachka, which is what Jenya had told her they called the second prince little puppy. Mm-hmm. Um and uh she's like Sturmhound, Sturmhound, Wolf of the Waves, Sabachka, it's all making sense. <laughs> she's like, I've connected the dots. <laughs> after Nikolai um gave her the introduced dots. himself. Yeah. After Nikolai put the dots in a line. Yeah. Um, she was supposed <laughs> to connect them. Uh he handed her his driver's yeah. license that says Nikolai that's yeah. and she's like are you Nikolai yeah. <laughs> um and so everyone's there and uh he, Nikolai immediately goes into the it's so good to be back like look what mm-hmm. I brought for you guys like oh he's my very gosh. he's very Nina here like he shifts into mm-hmm. a different personality like mm-hmm. I'm the prince um, yeah and he's like oh I also brought the sun summoner um, and Alina just kind of looks at him and punches him in the face. Which go off for that, honestly. I was I like, girl, good sh- for you. I was I like, that. like, I get why he didn't tell her, but also like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so now that's the end of chapter eight. We are on chapter nine. Yeah. And then Mal, the chapter starts off with Mal telling her that she's lucky she didn't get shot. And she completely is like, He's lucky he didn't get shot. <laughs> She's like, what are they going to do? I'm the sun summoner. They can Call try me. the ambulance, but, but not, not for, me. for me. That is Alina right now. She's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's obviously jumped forward in time. Um, and they are in a tent um, that uh, is in what um, the camp, what remained of yeah. the camp um, in Krabirsk. And... Uh, Tolia and Tamar are outside of the entrance and she's like, well, I don't know if they're guarding me or like watching me. Like we don't know. <laughs> um, and she tells Mal, she's like, it was worth it. Like I, I needed to punch him. And Mal's like, you just punched royalty, Alina. Like really? And she's like, I'm a sun summoner. Mm-hmm. And she's um, like, also, you're just jealous. You wanted to hit him. And he's like, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> He's jealous for multiple reasons, but we'll get to that later. That's a um, core part of his personality. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so Sturmhan left them at the tent and he's like, just let me explain. 
trust me. If you don't want to, I'll let you go. And Aline's like, trust you. Mm-hmm. Why should we trust you? Um, they don't have a choice. And no, they really <laughs> don't. Yeah. And so they're trying to like figure out um, what they could do, but they know that that is staying and hearing storm hunt out is going to be the best choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit later, um, a, a someone enters with like a tray of, of goodies and then storm hunt Nikolai mm-hmm. comes in <laughs> and, uh, um, oh wait, no, sorry. Storm Han doesn't come in yet, but, uh, someone brings in some food and like goodies and they haven't eaten mm-hmm. in a while, but they were too nervous to eat. And then Mal asks Selena what happened in the fold. And she's like, I don't know. Um, I was just yeah. tired. She's not and, truthful with him. And he knows that she's not being truthful and kind of tells her, Hey, when you want to tell me the truth, like I'll be here. But I know that that's not actually what happened, which mm-hmm. good for him for calling her out. I go a lot back and forth, back and forth. We get, I know they're teenagers. They are. <laughs> and they uh, are. so she doesn't want to tell him that she saw the dark lean. Um, and she just says that, Oh, it's, I lost focus. I was tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Serum Han comes in and um he says i'm just here to talk like and you know just he just comes in chilling you know like great yeah. vibes and mal is like <laughs> okay talk he's like he's well. like hey friends and they're like we're well, not your friends um and uh they're like well who are you he's like well i'm nikolai lansoff um but i'm also Sturmhund. um and uh you know i'm a lot of things i'm whatever you want me to be basically <laughs> honestly that's his whole he's like I could be anything yeah and he said <laughs> um Alina tells him quote this is not the time to try to be entertaining and he's <laughs> like I'm very um uh wait he's oh my gosh sorry where are we <laughs> um he says quote sit I don't know about you but I find everything much more understandable when seated Something about circulation, I suspect. Reclining is, of course, preferable, but I don't think we're on those kinds of terms yet. And I wrote smart ass. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, and he's and Mal. He, oh, yes. He's flirting with Alina right in front of Mal after he saw yes. them pulling on the deck of the boat. After she uh, stood with her hand on his face for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then was just like, arms crossed, like, we're not going to sit down. Yeah. Um, and so they like still can't really get a full answer out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells them, well, Hey, like I, I'm wasn't kidding. If you want to go, like, I will let you go, but please hear me out. Um, and, uh, he tells them that the only plate, like he only did this because he, he could do something for Rabka as a privateer more than he could mm-hmm. as a prince. Um, cause he's supposed to be at Ketterdam university. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> um, but someone is there pretending to be him and that mm-hmm. he's been able to do a lot more for Rabka as Sturmhan than he would as Nikolai. Mm-hmm. But now it's time to be Nikolai for a little bit. Um, and we find that he imprint- apprenticed with a feared and shipbuilder, um, which is how he learned how to build a boat and a Zemini mm-hmm. gunsmith. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wild. Wild. Um, and uh, Alina's thinking, oh my gosh, I should have hit him harder. He's literally not <laughs> telling me anything. Uh, and um, 
so he uh he also kind of reveals that he knows that he's the second in line but he uh-huh. he knows he can do more than his brother Vasily and asks Alina if she saw him she's kind of like well yeah and he's like well um I he's like oh then you know he yeah. sucks and she's kind of like yeah he does suck but there's a process for these things because he's trying to kind of paint it as like i just want to fix our country and she's like and yeah it doesn't hurt that you would you know usurp your brother at the same time and he's like no it doesn't it really doesn't hurt actually um and uh he is trying to he says come back to us i'll tell with me and she's like so you can show me off like a prize Mm -hmm. he's like no 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 i have so like there's there's a lot to offer you um and he's like, I, um, I can give you something that no one else can. And Mal is like, uh-huh, I'm sure you can, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. And then <laughs> Nikolai Brazen is like, um, help me unite the first and second armies also. Um, By marrying me. Marry yes. me. He full on proposes to her. And I would have been like done. Um, I would have had Mal's reaction. I'm not going to lie. Mal picks him up by his shirt. Like, have you seen It's a Wonderful Life where Jimmy yeah. picks up the guy? Like, Where's the money? You so stupid old man. That's kind of yeah. what Mal does. He grabs him by the lapels and like pushes him up. Like, no. Yeah. Um, which like fair for Mal, but also I'd be like, okay, I'll marry you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Be a queen. Duncan. Be a queen. And also unite the first and second armies that has not been done in centuries. Right. I can do that. Um, <laughs> not a problem. Um, and uh, so <laughs> he and Mal are kind of going toe to toe a little bit. Um, but Sturmhan's not fighting back. They're just like talking. Um, mm-hmm. And Alina is like, I'm over this and throws out some light and blinds both of them so they can separate <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, yes. And um, uh, Sturmhan slash Nikolai is like, you have to admit that it makes a lot of sense for us to do this. And mm-hmm. Mal's like, it makes sense for you. And he's like, that's literally what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, Mal and Sturmhan are talking and going back and forth. And Mal's like, well, you don't have a right to her. LOL, mm-hmm. neither do you. She can make her own choices. Yes. Um, and they're not letting her talk really. <laughs> yes. Um. And uh, Sermon's like, look, I'm trying to save Ravka. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to steal your girl. Like, you can come with us. Yeah. Um, you can be, like, the captain of her guard or whatever. There's been more arrangements. This is mm-hmm. just a marriage in name. Um, we might have to make some errors um, just to, like, keep the power strong um, in the Lansaw family. But, like, oh my gosh. she'll be there. But, like, you can totally be part of that. And Alina's like, I am right here, you disgusting assholes. Yes, which good for her. Um, and, and I was like, well, well Alina. And um, mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? Okay, just chill. Everyone just shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, and she says, I'll go back to Los Alto with you. And Mal thinks that she's accepting his proposal. Um, <laughs> and she's like, I will turn, but I want to lead the second army. And they're like, that's not real. Like you, you're not going to do that. And <laughs> she's like, news. they're like, you have no experience. She's like, I was a soldier and I was a Grisha and I have the most power. Um, I could literally kill you guys right now. And I'm yeah. the only one who could stop the darkling. 
So she's like, power is the language they understand and I'm the most powerful. So, but she also Um, says here, like to Mel, like, oh, we, we always said we'd come home to Ravka and help if we could. And I'm like, when? You were literally about, you ran away. (laughs) You were a political refugee, like hoping to never return. When did y'all have that conversation? That was funny. But did we though? No, they did not. But now she was the second army. Yeah. Um, And so uh Nikolai's kind of say like thinking it over and he's like well okay help me like help me with everything else and you can have the Grisha um and uh he like gives her some advice because she's shocked that he agrees to it and he's like at least pretend like mm-hmm. do a little bit better of acting um <laughs> yeah. and then but- Mal's like where am I gonna go <laughs> and Alina's like well I thought you would just come with us He's like, am I going to mm-hmm. just follow you? I'm going to be the captain of your personal guard. And Nikolai's like, you know what? I got what I came for. Peace. Um, <laughs> Nikolai's like, I'm happy. Bye. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll see y'all later. Y'all have fun in this therapy session that gets nowhere. Um, and Mal is kind of trying to talk her out of it, saying, like, there's nothing we can do. Like, what was this all for? We fought to get out. Now we're back into it. So they weren't coming back to rap. No. That's bullshit. The real uh, reason. And uh, then she's like, well, if we had the third amplifier and he's like, it's to find we, the fire don't, we don't. Yeah. That's why Alina wants to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like, but we don't. And she's like, we will. And he's like, well, what if I don't want to find it? And, and she's, she's like, like, uh, I've never thought about that. And he's like, okay, let's be honest. If you ask me to find it, I will. So he did not keep up that charade for very long. No. Um, but he just wanted to see what she would say. Yeah. Um, and so they like go back and forth and she's like, I, um, he's, uh, he's feeling insecure and wondering if even after all, she has all this power, if she'll still want him. And she's like, of course I will. Eh. Um, I don't even <laughs> want him right now. So, right. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, he sees such a catch. Yeah. And she's trying to convince him that she will and blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, he walks out um, and she looks at herself in the mirror and doesn't really recognize herself. And she also sees the mark that the Nichevoya left. Um, and uh, she remembers seeing the Darkling and just kind of thinks, you know what? I'm going to end this. I'm going to face yeah. him and I'm going to end this. She's like, no more. No more. Yeah. And that is the end of chapter nine. This is taking a little bit longer than I thought. I was hoping to be in bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We have one chapter left and it's. No, no, no. It's good. It's, I still have to. I still have to um, clean up my folded laundry that someone took. Um, um, no. <laughs> and uh, clean up a little bit. So now my new goal is 11. If I get four hours of sleep, I'll be happy. Oh my gosh. Well, 10 is, is more of like an expositionary kind of chapter. I just, I think I just made that word up. I don't think that's a real word. So we can zoom through 10. No, we're, we're good. So chapter 10, um, kind of tracks them going, going to Osalta where the little palace is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, they left Krabirsk and there are no, Oh, sorry, but Oh my gosh. Did I just scratch your eye? I'm so sorry. I didn't. Oh, oh. he didn't cry. He's fine. He's fine. I just scratched near his eye. Um, so, um, Oh my gosh, dramatic. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, so there's no more Grisha there. <laughs> and they're going to Los Alta. Um, and uh, Nikolai gave the first army who was there um, uh, crates of ammunition and like alcohol and sugar and jerda. Um, and Mal is like, oh, they're bribes. And Nikolai's like, they're gifts. Look, if they, mm-hmm. if it helps them know that I, I believe in them, great. But he's playing the political field. Nikolai's yes. smart. Mal he's, is not. He's good at, um, at building morale. Yes. You know? Mal's good at nothing besides tracking. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not special. Yeah. This is a Mal hate account. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so uh, before they leave Alina's looking into the fold and um she is thinking about what she saw in the fold um but we also find that um they made crossings back to the other side of the fold to get these supplies and they used mm-hmm. Alina's powers to do that and she hadn't seen the darkling again um but they also didn't try to chase the volker or anything like that um so she was feeling a little bit better but still not great about what happened, which fair. Yeah, which yeah. Um, and uh so they're on horses um going through going from city to city because Nikolai kind of has a like um almost oh excuse me mm-hmm. almost like a press tour going yeah, I was about on. to say he, it's kind of like his return tour like hey folks I'm mm-hmm. back and look who I have with me. Yeah um and but uh the city they stop in. So the further they get from the fold, um, the more lively it becomes mm-hmm. because remember the darkling took, took out a city. Um, and they come up to, um, Oh, it's so sad. They come up to a church mm-hmm. and on the church, it's like a memorial and it has people's names and their ages of people who died, um, mm-hmm. or who are missing, presumably dead, most likely, um, most likely in the expansion of the fold. Um, yeah. and this, this is like heartbreaking because it happens in real life. Mm-hmm. There are real memorials like this. Yeah. All over. Like, like after 9-11, mm-hmm. we had that. After Uvalde, we had that. Yeah. And like, it just, like for people who, who don't, who have like don't experience something firsthand, it really humanizes the situation. And Alina mm-hmm. experienced it firsthand but she didn't see the people's faces. She didn't know people mm-hmm. in the town and she can see the names and how young they were. Like the youngest one, Sasha Penkin is eight months. Yeah. And so she sits there and reads every single name um, and is starting to remember a little bit more about what happened, thinking that she could see what happened, um, mm-hmm. which is just heartbreaking. Um, and Mal comes up to her and says like you have to we have to go like Like, we can't dwell on it but she stays and reads every single one and is tells Mal that she has to stop him she has to stop the darkling Mm -hmm. um and so uh they keep going and again more life the further away they are from the, the fold and there's little shops um that are open and uh at one point there's like people shouting like peddlers trying to sell stuff um and they yell out, oh, we're, I'm selling bone. And one of them yells out, Alina. And so she turns. She's like, yes. What? And then all of a sudden, Nikolai is there and is like, let's go. We have to go. We have to go. She's like, no, but he knew me. He's like, he literally didn't. She's like, no, he did. And he's like, shut up. Keep moving. 
They're literally trying to sell your fake bones to people yes. as a living, as a, as a saint. And she's yeah. like, what? They're like relics. Like, yeah. um, this is a thing in the, in the Himalayas where, um, <laughs> this is going to sound like crazy and funny, but there are like certain like temples in the Himalayas where they have relics that are like supposedly Yeti body pieces. Oh, I'd buy that. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of them, a lot of them aren't real, but it's it's very simple. So there's like the real ones, which they don't allow to be DNA tested or anything. And then people be like, yeah, this is the authentic Yeti toe. And they just, they hawk it all the time for different things. For a and Yeti or for Bigfoot, I'd buy it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like this. It's the same. I get it now. Uh, <laughs> um, and so she's like shocked that they're doing that. Um, and so then she's looking for Mal because she's panicking. Um, doesn't really see him and mm-hmm. uh, um, Nikolai just kind of try not tries to calm her down but tells her the reality of the situation and says like you know superstition is really powerful um, but Tolly is like actually faith is really powerful mm-hmm. um, breadcrumbs uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she keeps going she tries to get away from from the bones <laughs> um, quickly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so that night they stopped at a little village, um, uh, of it, the name is Vernost. Um, and they stayed a little in, uh, and there's soldiers from the first army there. Um, and a lot of them, they were part of the 22nd regiment, uh, that Nikolai led. And so they all knew mm-hmm. him, uh, which is like super fun little reunion for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> And they also, um, the soldiers had like a coach, like a carriage in tow, um, that had the, uh, Ravkin double mm-hmm. Eagle, but also a sun sign, mm-hmm. um, to show the unity between, um, them and Alina's like, oh my gosh, it's over the top. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and Nikolai and- acknowledges that it, it is over the top, but they yes. need that for the people to see. Nikolai's having like a PR meeting with them over dinner like look here's what they need to see y'all can do whatever you want to do just keep it private but from here on out like this is our image and Mal Alina's like keep what private like what he's like look whatever y'all do that's your own business like don't pull me into it Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, we don't do anything. And Mal's like, yeah, we don't do anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't. Um, and she's like, it's no one's business what we do. And he's like, power. This is showing us mm-hmm. power. How, like, we need it. Um, and uh, he's like, you also um, maybe need to look the part. So let's wear, mm-hmm. let's. Like you need your own colors. Yeah. Let's rebrand. Don't wear just a blue summoner kefta. And he's like, maybe gold and black. And I was like, no black. No black. And I kind of like what Nikolai says. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's like taking it back. It's like, you you don't have power over me anymore. I'm using this color. Yeah. Which like very cool. But Mal's like, no, no, whatever. Um, (laughs) And uh, what did I write here? Oh, and then Alina asked how he got his name. Um, so, uh, I had forgotten about this. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. And so he tells her the story of how he got his name of Sturmhond and he actually, um, it's a little gruesome trigger warning. (laughs) Uh, So the first enemy ship that he boarded was a Fjordan ship. 
Um, and they laughed at Nikolai because, you know, feared and might, whatever. Um, and, and he was like a skinny little Ravkin boy, like yeah. cut, cutting his teeth. Yeah. And he's like, well, guess what? Um, he cut off his finger. He, Nikolai cut off this guy's fingers and then fed the fingers to um, his dog. <laughs> And Ooh. Alina was like, you what? And he's like, yeah, I know. But she's after like, I left. That's not cute. <laughs> yeah, she, he's like, I know it's not cute, but like I had to. Um, and when I went back to my room, I threw up. He's like, um, I cried and threw up all night long after, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And she's like, what? He's like, no, no, no. It's okay. Like, I'm fine now. But like, I had to do it. <laughs> she's like, are you? He's like, ah, well. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, Savachka? No, 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 no. Um, you're not a little puppy. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, then he, she doesn't fully understand. She's like, so you're telling me I have to cut off someone's fingers. He's like, no. And he tells her, he tells her quote, I'm telling you that if you want to be a leader, it's time you started thinking and acting like one. And she's like, you're just like the darkling. And he's like, am I? And she's like, no, no, you're not. Cause he's just saying like, Hey, leaders have to make hard choices. And you got to do stuff you're not proud of sometimes. What is the, um, the, it's like the Lady Gaga audio. It was on TikTok for a while. It was like, um, people can do hard things or something. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) You can do hard things. (laughs) That's basically Nikolai right now. It's true. Um, and, uh, then we skip ahead and it's kind of like, we're going again, we're on the tour, um, and they're like parading in towns and stopping and meeting with dignitaries and they're meeting at schools and people are happy to see Alina and they're kissing her hand and asking her to bless their children. Mm-hmm. And they're like, kiss my babies. Yeah. And Nikolai is waving and taking pictures and, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. It's like a big tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also handing out like gold and sugar that they don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people, she's like, okay, you know what? He's, he knows, he knows what he's talking about. He's playing, um, he's like playing the game and yeah, he's playing to win. Mm-hmm, they're really putting on a show. Um, but she tells Nikolai that she feels like a fraud. Um, and, uh, that, um, mm-hmm. that they shouldn't be wasting time on this. Cause they can see what the darkling they've seen what the darkling can do. Um, and that they're in these towns they're really only seeing really old people or really young people because everyone else is in the it's army. Fighting. And so they're trying to justify sending their kids off to war to fight mm-hmm. the Nichevoya, um, that they can't win against. And then Nikolai tells her that they're giving them hope, which is all they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I underlined what she said back. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and I started it and everything. Yeah, I, yes. I bracketed it and underlined it and wrote, damn. Yes, so she says, spoken like a man who's never had nothing. She's had nothing before, mm-hmm. you know, and like he's, he is like, like you said, the two ends of the cloth, one you put on a pillow and you cherish and protect it, and the other one you throw in the gutter. He doesn't have, like, he's gotten that worldly experience as Sturmhond, but he still comes from this privileged background where mm-hmm. he doesn't know the mind of like the common person like Alina does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we skip ahead and they're still going. It's getting warmer. It's like Ravkin this summer. Um, and uh, then Mal comes up to her. Like um, she looked for him every day while they were writing and he's, pout- he's being a little 
baby back keeping bitch. his distance. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, so then he comes up to her and is like, well, I was thinking. Um, and she's like, oh, you're talking to me. Like, oh, I'm so happy that you're talking <laughs> she's to me. She's like, oh, that's new. You never think. Yeah. And he's like, well, who else should we get to be in your guard? And she's like, what? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I was thinking Tolia and Tamar because they're really good. And then we'll mm-hmm. meet. Um, and she's like, <laughs> oh, you want to be the captain of my guard? He's like, well, maybe. And they joke a little bit, which is what they've, yeah. they haven't done that in a since they've in a been minute. on the journey. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, then he's like, well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll lead your guard. Um, well, she asked him, don't you want to go back to being a tracker? And he's like, I don't think I can um, mm-hmm. because I deserted. Um, mm-hmm. And Alina realizes he's given everything up for me. Yeah. He and deserted. Like, he could literally had, be She's had this realization before, but I think this is the first time that it feels real to her. Because he like, mentions oh. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so he also kind of jo- goes back to joking a little bit, like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to leave you with this super hot <laughs> prince who wants to marry you. <laughs> and i do appreciate him for this this is like the one moment that he's secure in his masculinity she's like oh you don't think i can resist him and he's like i don't even know if i can resist him he is charismatic he's got the riz which um we're very excited <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> to, to, see, so excited. to see him in action look there's some stills from season two that are great <laughs> <laughs> we're very excited over multiple of them most of yes. them yes yeah more excited for some than others <laughs> me personally <laughs> yeah it took you, me a second, like, it took you me a second. <laughs> i was like what all came out and i was cycling through in my mind i was like oh that one <laughs> it was sent to me three different times probably by three different people by you by cat and by ricky yep <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh makes sense um y'all will get there when you see season when you watch season two you'll be like oh yeah i get it you will understand yes um anyway <laughs> so he's like yeah i i i am drawn in by him sorry if you guys hear my my puppy whining he just needs the starved of attention oh <laughs> he's fine um and <laughs> he's just very <laughs> dramatic um and so then she is thinking, um, oh my gosh, this little brat. Um, <laughs> so then she starts thinking about the firebird and thinking about the stag's life and how that felt different from um, the sea whip. Um, <laughs> and then she's thinking of all the names of the people who died because of what the Darkling <laughs> did. Um, but she also knows that she doesn't want to be a killer. Um, and that everything that they are hoping for their country are in the hands of Nikolai. Yeah. Which is a little child. scary. A yeah. child. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and so they continue on. We jump forward. And then the next day pilgrims join them and not like pilgrims, like 1500s. <laughs> are, they, are they making progress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not like the pilgrims, um, like no, these are these yeah. are like r- religious pilgrims who yes, like a pilgrimage. Have, yes, they have figured out where she is and are mm-hmm. following. 
Yeah. And they are following Alina and she hears the names that they're calling her. And some of them are quote, Sancta Alina, daughter of Karanzin, um, Alina, the just Alina, the bright Alina, the beautiful daughter of Rabka, daughter of the full daughter of two mills, Rebbe Dostolba. Um, mm-hmm. that's like where she's from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're calling her that. And so I wrote down fanatics. So they are like religious zealots, mm-hmm. um, just following her, um, because they are, well, I don't know if zealot is the right word. Yeah. I think, I think they're, they're desperate. The apparat, I would say is the a zealot. apparat is a zealot. These is followers zealot. are, are just desperate. Mm-hmm. They are finding say. their strength in their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, no. I, I would say for both of us, we definitely find strength yeah. in our faith. Yes. Um, but these people are following her because of desperation and they see her as the only and last hope mm-hmm. that they have for Ravka and for living. Um, and they follow her, they follow her, they follow her. Um, and one night, um, Alina um, is She's talking to like, Tamar. Like complaining to Tamar a little bit almost. She's like, I'm not a saint. I'm, yeah. She's like, I don't know why these people are scary. Why yeah, they should be at home minding their business. Um, and Tamar's like, shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, Tamar, Tamar tells her kind of like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Tamar tells her that her mom told her that Grisha power um, is a divine gift. Uh, and so that, jot that down. Yeah. So, huh. And Alina's like, you believed her. And she's like, well, what else could it be? Yeah. Alina's like, your mom's dumb. <laughs> as far as like, you're dumb. Yeah. Well, because this is kind of like how Matthias reckoned with reconciling yeah. Grisha as part of his faith framework is like, you know, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And Alina's like, it's science. And Tamara's like, you don't get to tell me what I believe. Again, Sorry. not Nacho Libre. I don't believe in God. I believe in science. <laughs> We got Nacho and a Skeletor right here. Let's go. <laughs> but Tamar, she really is like, you don't get to dictate my beliefs. Like, yeah. She's like, I don't, you don't tell me what to believe. Like these people have faith in you. What do you, like, why would you tell them not to do that? Um, and uh, she's like, you can save Ravka. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you think you are. It matters what you can do. So mm-hmm. put up or show up um basically basically what is it um shut up or put up put up or shut up put up or shut up pull up or shut up I don't know I feel like something like that said what's right but yeah um and then Tamar tells her that they saw the um yeah she's uh, like oh and find the firebird and Alina like chokes and she's like yeah (laughs) we read your children's book sorry Carrie texted me you're so good Um, and so Tamara's like, oh, we saw the book. And Alina's like, shut up. <laughs> Sh- <laughs> She's like, who else knows? Tell me who knows. <laughs> She's like losing her. Because she and Mal think they're so sneaky with their little like, it's a fire like, yeah, it's like, stood. it's like she didn't think anyone saw them on the deck, like holding uh, each other. That's what I was just about to say. I was like, you literally stood on the deck with your hand on his face for two hours. Mm-hmm. You are not sneaky. You are 17, young and dumb, not good at sneaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very good, but you get the point. <laughs> Tamar's like, she, Tamar's like, chill. Summoner. 
dumb. <laughs> what was it? Dumb and what? <laughs> Can't even remember. I was like not sneaky. You are the sun summoner. Dumb and not sneaky. <laughs> Only seventeen. <laughs> Ooh, you can shine. <laughs> you can clear the fold. <laughs> oh, the sun summoner. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I'm so funny. Um <laughs> you are so funny. You are. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> and so oh. they're going back and forth about religion um mm-hmm. and their faith and what to believe and not to believe. Mm-hmm. Um and Alina tells Tamar that she literally just wants to find a way to defeat the Darkling. That's all she cares um, about. And Tamar tells her, quote, rebuild the second army, defeat the Darkling, destroy sus- destroy the fold free Ravka call it what you like but that all sounds suspicious suspiciously like saving the world I'm gonna reread that because I can't read um (laughs) I'm Jared 19 um so Tamar tells her quote rebuild the second army defeat the darkling destroy the fold free Ravka call it what you like but that all sounds suspiciously like saving the world end quote um and and leaves her with that (laughs) she also says like you know, while you're just, you know, making fun of my faith and everything that I believe in for and stand for, um, some people think that saints, the first saints were Grisha. And, and Alina's, Alina's like, like, who? And Tamar's like, they all were killed. Isn't that interesting? Wow, that's Alina's crazy. like, I'm not going to think any further. She's critical thinking? No. Never heard of her. I don't, I do not want to do that. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never thought about this before. This is the first time I'm hearing this information. Um, and then uh, um, Alina tells Tamar that um, Mal's going to ask her and Tolia to join her personal guard. And Tamar is really excited by it because she does she, revere Alina. Yes. She lights up. She's like, for real? Like, that's like her dream job. And she's like, you're basically doing it. But um, the only... I'll let you be part of my personal guard. Just one more thing. She's like, what? Anything. She's like, don't talk about saints. Which, like. It's a little bit bitchy. Because that is part of who Tamar and Tolia are, is their their, faith. Their faith is a huge part of their personalities. And they're very, very. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) It's just like, you know, it's, it's kind of the same as like when people tell you, like, I know if somebody tells me something's wrong, I'm like, oh, I'll pray for you. Even mm-hmm. if I don't know their background, it's like that tells them like, hey, yeah. this, I know this is important to you and it's important to me and I'm doing like mm-hmm. what I can do to help. If so I was like, oh, I'm like, hey, if I told someone, hey, oh my gosh, I'll pray for you. And they were like, don't do that. Like, okay, that's fine. Just letting you know that this is part of my belief system and I'm, I, I'm doing what, what I can for you and know that my faith is, is important to me. So doing this is me showing how important you are to me. Exactly. Exactly. It's like part of how you love people. Yeah. And show them that you care about them. And so for her to be like, don't talk to me about saints. It's like, Hey, neuter this part of your personality for me. Yeah. Don't love that. But it's not cool of her, but that is the end. Get where Alina's coming from, where she's yeah. 
this is well, like a, a power thing and it's a struggle and it's annoying to her. So I get that, but like, there's more respectful ways to deal with it. And also she doesn't believe that she's a saint. So she doesn't want to, mm-hmm. she doesn't want that reminder that people think she is one. So I yeah. get both sides. Same. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that is the end of chapter 10. Um, next week we will go over chapters 11 through 15 of Siege and Storm. Mm-hmm. And this one kind of like Shadow and Bone is, is quicker than Six of Crows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get through it pretty quickly. But if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. Please, please, please. We check it every day and no one every sends Every single email. day. We want to um, And that was Duncan again. Um, no, buddy. <laughs> and um, we would love to hear from you guys. We are counting down until March 16th when season March two 16th. is going to come out. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, so, Lee Bardugo, we love you. Cast, we love you. We're very excited. But can't wait. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, give us a follow on our Instagram. Also oh, yeah. at Two Mourners Pod. We post updates there. So uh, for example, last week's episode came out a little late. And if you were sitting at home wondering, where's my episode? If you followed us on Instagram, you would see that we were posting stories about why our, our episode was late. And I'm not gonna tell you. You have to go to Instagram and learn for yourself. Well, it was a story, so it it's disappeared. <laughs> That's fine. The chance has passed. You'll never know. <laughs> I also did not post this week because we were a little late, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to like post too close together. So I will post next week, um, and then I will have a special. I'm going to do an art piece for y'all for the following week because Jordan is so talented and has done all our artwork thus far, and I feel bad about making her do a lot of work. So You do um, not need I'm, to feel bad. I'm going to try my hand at a, a little little crafty craft. Um, we'll see how it turns out. Please be kind and like We're it. Excited. On Instagram. <laughs> we, want, we want you to see it. So follow us on Instagram at Two Mourners Pod as well, please. Um, and as always, happy, happy hosting. hosting. Yay!